This is your other brother's podcast. Sorta. Welcome, friends, to sort of your other brother's podcast. It's not really. It's it's like a spinoff. It's like the this is the Coke Zero of in the family of your other brother's products is is how I'm choosing to identify to self-identify right now. My name is Tom. I'm the editor co-founder of yourotherbrothers.com. And for a while now, we've been doing monthly and bi-monthly podcasts where we do a deep dive into some hopefully relevant topic in the areas of faith, sexuality, and masculinity. Um, and that's, an, in fact, that's our tagline. We're navigating faith, homosexuality, and masculinity together. And during this strange new time, we are in a strange new era, y'all. Um, Coronavirus is spreading around the world. It's escalating around the world. Here in America, it just became like the most affected country in the entire world. And um, this is another thing we're navigating. So my goal, my hope for these next few weeks, I don't know what the number is because nobody knows what the number is. Um, my hope is to bring a daily or what I'm, what I'm more accurately calling it, a semi-daily podcast, 20 minutes, bite-sized. You can chew on it while you walk around the block. And, uh, and my hope is just to bring a little joy, a little camaraderie, a little, uh, I don't know, hopefully just a, a little distraction in all the best possible ways with various members of our community and our adjacent community. And I figured what better way to kick this off than with somebody who's not even part of Yab. <laughs> but he's, he is, he's, he's like by extension, by attachment, he is a dear member of the Yab family. And he's actually been on a podcast. He's been on one of our podcasts. He was on the Nate and Jacob brothers podcast. And no, this isn't Jacob. This is Nate Baranowski. What's up, Nate? Hello. Thanks for having me. I didn't know this was the inaugural flight of this Coke Zero product. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the first. So no sip pressure. Of Coke Zero. No pressure whatsoever. Yeah. Nate, I, I told you before we started that I'm starting a timer. So my finger is now hitting the timer. And we're going to talk for 20 minutes. Actually, for some reason, the timer starts at 20 minutes and seven seconds. So you get an extra seven seconds today with, with me in this conversation. Bonus time. Bonus time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I figured basically the plan from here on out is every day or every other day, however, however often this gets posted, we'll be, I'll just be having one-on-one chats with uh, various members of our community or, or people who have maybe guested or have some sort of attachment. They at least follow you. They at least know what your other brothers is. I'm not going to just be interviewing or having conversations with randos off the street, mainly because I can't approach anyone on the street right now. So, <laughs> but anyway, an introverts nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to go to you, Nate. Um, I don't want to necessarily talk about coronavirus for 20 minutes and seven seconds, but I feel like it's worth checking in with you and just seeing how, how are you doing up there in Chicago? So far, so good here. Um, staying home a lot, as you can imagine, as we are told to. I am, for the observant Yab listener, they may know that I'm an Enneagram 7. Oh, they know. So, as a 7, I tend to see the silver lining in all of this. Um, and there are some silver linings to being in a shelter-in-place location, which is Chicago. So I have organized some closets here in the apartment. I have ordered a mystery like escape room box that comes by mail. 
and worked through my wife. Uh, we've been like working on it together. Um, I've gotten done some more cooking, a little more experimental cooking along the way. I even tried to make um, pasta meatballs covered in a sauce. So I tried to turn noodles into a formed meatball, which failed spectacularly. Um, and I've gotten a little bit more into like being consistent with devotional time uh, and uh, podcast creation, some other fun things. So as of right now, I have pretty high hopes, which probably is the last thing that you would want to hear, Tom, in this time. Um, but yeah, here I am. Directly, this is directly contrasting my entire outlook on the whole, <laughs> this whole thing. Because meanwhile, I won't say like the last two weeks have been entirely doom and gloom because like I'm doing CrossFit from home now and I'm actually really proud of myself for doing that. Usually it's hard for me to self-motivate for stuff nice. like that. But, um, but I've been doing that and feel pretty good about that. Uh, I've been taking these walks around the neighborhood, getting to like feel more connected to where I live and all the cherry blossoms are blooming. Everything's just, nature is like completely unaware that this is a thing that's happening, right? Like the squirrels are running right. around, the, the trees are blooming. It's still spring, it's still happening. It's, uh, it's such an interesting perspective. But um, I'm glad to hear, like, this is actually a good contrast to have you, who is a silver linings person, <laughs> to be able to directly contrast with mostly negative energy, because I'm, I'm very much doing my best to find the silver lining, but it's really hard for well, me. Well, I'll give you a little extra negative energy just for you, Tom, and for the listeners yes. back uh, at home right now, maybe on a walk. I, I don't feel it so much myself, but... I do feel some sadness. Why? Well, I feel various amounts of fear and sadness and anxiety along the way. But a special kind of sadness for my fellow artists out there. Um, because as a freelance artist, uh, my jobs came to a screeching halt at the beginning of this. Uh, as you can imagine, no one wants chalk art and public art when there is no public to view it. If an artist makes art in a forest and no one's around, uh, will they get paid? And the answer is no, no they will not get paid. So right. um, I'm feeling for the other freelance artists out there who are more month to month and week to week on income. And I know this is hard, those in the arts, uh, especially my um, field. So there's a special kind right. of uh, sadness that I feel, especially for those in my line of work. Right. Nate, I'm glad you mentioned chalk art because I, when I was thinking, I tried not to think too hard of things to talk about with you because I wanted this to be as organic and natural of a conversation rather than have like bulleted points like duh, 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 duh. But when you brought up chalk art, <laughs> when you brought up chalk art, uh, it reminded me of something I was potentially going to bring to you. And I guess now is the perfect segue for that. Did you happen to see, I posted on Instagram a couple weeks ago before the plague fell upon us all. Um, I posted some chalk art that I did with my little two-year-old niece did you happen to see that at any point or no uh i did not i did not okay. uh, well <laughs> okay tom that's, that's this perfect. is when you tried going to a subject matter and i sort of stand in the road i'm on the tracks sorry i and i would love to engage with you but i turned off my phone in order to give you all my bandwidth right now so i can't even look it up Hold on. Well, I want to text it to you or I want to, maybe I can hold it up to the camera. Maybe that's like, yeah, better. hold it up to maybe the screen. Yes. <laughs> We're really utilizing I, the technology here as you're, yeah, exactly. As you're doing this, I had a question for you. Okay. 
do you feel like what level of overall, like the world will never be the same. Nothing is as it was before all of that. What level of like great existential thinking do you do on the day to day has COVID forced you into, or for the most part of you just kind of looking at like, just got to get through this time and out the other side, healthy and wealthy and wise. It's mostly just, we just got to get through this. We got to get through this, but inevitably I'm really doing, I want to do my best of being informed and knowing what's going on, but also not knowing too much because I feel like the more that I learn, the more disheartening I get, disheartened I get, because not only do we have to survive the next few weeks or few months, we then have to survive the next round. I was like, wait, why is there another round? Why, why did, why is this thing going to come back? Why, why is that? Right. We flatten this curve. And then there's like one more roller coaster dip after that, (laughs) at least if not two or three. So it depends on uh, yeah, I guess it just depends on other factors. And and if we get vaccines and how, how much we can test and all kinds of things, I don't know. It's, that's the part that gets me um, is just like, Oh gosh, does this happen again? Do we have to like enforce another round of shut-ins and lockdowns for maybe, maybe not as long, but maybe again though. Um, or, or just in general, I think a good byproduct of this is that speaking personally, I'm washing my hands way more and I'm like way more conscious of touching doorknobs and handles of things. And just, I'm just way more cognizant of those, those factors, especially during flu season, like that I never used to even think, I honestly never even thought about it before. So so hooray, maybe right. we'll all be a little, if that translates to the greater population, maybe we will all be um, experiencing greater levels of cleanliness, at least for the next year or two. So I'll be a little bit more healthy for sure. Now <laughs> I'm more of an extrovert than you. You are definitely more of an introvert. Mm-hmm. During social distancing, during this time, do you find yourself craving more one-on-one or personal connection with people. Um, I, I have two directions. One, do you like, like reaching out to people and getting on a FaceTime call or a call? And I know with Yab, like there's a lot of already in place digital social media platforms to engage right. with each other. Do you find yourself wanting that more? And two, as someone who is social distancing as a single man, do you find yourself being like, I haven't been hugged in a while? Yeah, I had the thought on a, we had a Zoom call with Yab just this week. And I had the conscious thought, for some reason we were talking about touch and, and hugs. And I had to think for a second. I was like, wow, the last hug I had was with my family when I was with them like three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I've thought about that. And, and that's probably like my longest hugless streak. And I don't even know how long years, which is such a strange uh strange concepts. I find myself wanting more digital contact because if we can't have physical contact, I at least want something, but I've always just been wired to be overwhelmed by too much digital contact. I think like I already have enough of it in my life with all the organized things, with podcast recordings, with, we do these zoom calls with our, with our yobbers and, um, Facebook lives and other things. So, um, so the thought of adding even more like FaceTime calls and other Skype calls with friends and Marco Polos and all these other things. Like it gets overwhelming. Like my life is so saturated with digital communication and, you know, I'd like to think I was finding a sweet spot with balancing the digital communication and relationships with my real life 
in-person in, 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 in city relationships here where I live. And, and that's just been totally thrown off kilter. So, so that's been a, uh, a tough balance for me to find during this, during this season. You mentioned Marco Polo. I just learned about this and downloaded this a couple of days ago. I don't know what I think about it. Just a, <laughs> just a little, I don't know about this you Marco should, Polo thing. You should Marco me and then I'll Polo you. And then, and then we'll just see where that goes. But it's uh, my, my, my tips for all the I feel Marco like I'm in big brother there. or survivor. <laughs> my tips, my tip for all the Marco Poloers out there is please keep your Marco Polos under 15 seconds. If you go longer than that, I'm done. I check out. I used to be a part of multiple Marco Polo group threads mm. and people would talk and talk and talk. And it's like watching a TV show. You have to like devote hours of your life just to keep up with your friends and your loved ones. And I don't have that. I don't have right. that time. Unless you have an immunity idol, I'm not necessarily interested in your personal interview. <laughs> that was a super And maybe also wear a shirt. Reference. That's a Marco Polo thing that uh, I'm yeah. starting to learn. Like, please wear a shirt during your Marco, Marco Polos. I'm talking yeah, to you, like, Tom. I'll, I'll, CrossFit. I'll try. I'm doing CrossFit and I've never felt better about my physique. So I will <laughs> definitely try. <laughs> okay, Nate, I need to show you my chalk art. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I hope, I hope you can see, I hope the webcam will pick it up. So I was drawing, we, uh, we had like a box of Crayola chalk with my, with my niece in the driveway and I was channeling your artistic energies. And this is what I came mm -hmm. Her favorite animal is an elephant. So this is what I came up with. Hopefully, I don't know. Wait, let me turn the light off. Yeah, yeah, turn the light off. Oh, wash. <laughs> this down. isn't working, listeners. I see it. I see a tire. Do you see? Do you see anything? No. Wait. Let me... No. <laughs> maybe if I. Oh wait, maybe turn if your I brightness turn down. Is this brightness counting down. towards our twenty minutes? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Can you see anything? No. Oh. Oh. It. Come closer. Come closer, my child. <gasps> I see legs. I see a body. <laughs> Is that an elephant? Yes, it's an elephant. <laughs> what Tom, do you think? I need job. your expert. I need your expert opinion on how I did with the elephant. The shading is non-existent, but I like the line work. Um, mm. Great line form. Great uh, line weight. I feel like there is definitely. Um, the gestural movements are intentional and confident. Uh, the, the trunk is an abomination, but the legs what? look great. What about the ears? I got a lot of flack from my family for the ears. The ears are a little small, a little mouse-like. You got to think with elephants, they got those long ears, those long lobes. But this could be a, an anomaly. This could be a special elephant, Wait, right? Tom, can we just do recordings all the time called Nate and Tom's art critique? And I, you just bring me your, <laughs> bring me your work. And I just really just tear it apart. Yeah. I was actually looking for a penguin that I did. I don't know something happened with my light. I look dark now. Um, I drew a penguin as well. I couldn't find it. I was looking for it. I might've deleted it, but the penguin turned out to look a little more puffiny, but Again, maybe my niche. Maybe my niche is is drawing animals that look like other animals, like an elephant that looks like a mouse or a penguin that looks like a puffin. That could be my brand. A liger, absolutely. Yeah, you're a yeah. real Shell Silverstein. Shell Silverstein. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, 
yeah, that was, that was one of my, my greatest works of art. My, my niece was very thrilled with that. So I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad I'm affirmed by your, um, affirmations. I'm affirmed by your affirmations. Fancy that. Whoa. Thank well you. Well done. You got affirmations yeah. out of that. Great legs on that elephant. <laughs> Perfect. So that's, that was like literally the one thing I, I was going to talk to you about was, was the elephant drawing. So oh, now we have nothing left. Now we're, we're now we're in dead air. Oh man. Bummer. <laughs> Bummer dude. I was, I was, I wish, um, I wish Yab, you mentioned an immunity idol earlier. I wish Yab, I wish we could just turn this into a survivor podcast because that would m- melt my heart. Oh, I would love nothing yes. more. Yes. I but so I don't know that thoughts. our listeners are, are necessarily looking for that. You don't think that the Yob, you don't think that the Yob community, there's a, a niche Venn diagram where survivor fandoms hidden in there somewhere. Oh, I'm sure there is, you know, um, for some reason, I have no idea why I've, I've Googled it at various times and I, I never have an answer, but for some reason survivor has a very high gay audience and I don't, I don't know why. I, I'm curious why that is, but it seems disproportionate to other programming out there. So I have, I have a feeling there's probably a good number of people listening right now who are into Survivor. But, um, but anyway. That's, Everyone reach out to us. We'll, if the demand is high enough, Tom and I start our Survivor podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Maybe by the end of this two to three to seven week experiment. Maybe this just becomes Tom and Nate talk about the current survivor season. <laughs> it slowly moves. Yes. It's slowly, it's slowly, it started out ambitious with like talking to different bloggers and different other members of the Yob community and other, other voices who listen and support, support what we're doing. But then maybe at the end of it, it's just like, Perfect. who cares? Tom and hey, Nate talk about survivor. Hey Tom, I'm not sure we've gone deep enough in our 20 minutes here. Did we, you have did we get four real left. enough? Okay. We got four minutes. I yeah, let's close quick, by going deep. Deep. You start. <laughs> no, no, no. Here we go. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm always ready to go deep. All right. I think here is my deep thought of the day. This COVID coronavirus world pandemic has me becoming more and more used to not knowing what the future holds, which makes me think, why do I assume when there's not a pandemic, like I know what the future will be? If anything, it has taught me that, you know what? I do a lot of future planning as if the future is just going to like be like exactly what I plan it to be. And if anything, I think the uncertainty of when I'm going to leave my house, the uncertainty of when I'm going to get jobs is actually a kind of um, mindset that I think we should have even outside of pandemic time and being so flexible with God's plan for our life that we are more open-handed with it. Like I've realized, man, I do a lot of scheduling, tight scheduling of what my life will look like eight months from now. And I worry that I'm maybe not um, letting God direct me in kind of spontaneous ways that he may want to, because I have these rigid plans. And this pandemic has taught me to be a little bit more loose and less rigid with my planning because I love to plan. 
Yeah, man. I'm a, I'm a huge planner too. And this has totally just toppled my to-do lists and routines and where I go at this time and how I go about this. And there's an annoyance in that for sure. But then I, I agree. There's definitely a sense of open-handedness and a sense of gratefulness for today. Um, I'm experiencing gratitude probably in few, few ways that I've, I've ever experienced throughout my life. And, uh, and that's, those are all amazing byproducts for sure. I mean, it's, I still want to go back to the way things were. And I still would prefer to just, I don't need to have, I, I don't need to have learned gratefulness or I don't need to have learned being open-handed or spontaneous to what God is doing in me and a change of plans. But, um, begrudgingly, I will say, I think those are going to be good byproducts if we, um, yeah, if we accept them for, for today. So I hope that, uh, I hope everyone listening can do that too, to learn, learn so. to live a little more present minded, a little more grateful, a little more open to spontaneity, especially if you are a rigid, if you are a one listening, or if you are any other person who operates by lists in order that this is a good time to just really let go, really trust what's going on, even though it doesn't make sense. It's also been very convicting to me because I realized that busyness isn't, hasn't been the thing that has kept me at times from not spending quiet time in whether you call it devotional or some sort of prayer time with God. And once you take away my excuses and I'm left sitting at home all day and go, you know, I haven't spent any time praying or actually like following the God that I serve in any meaningful way. It's very convicting to me that, oh, this is, um, am I just filling my day with anything other than like the God I serve? Um, and that's a troubling view of my life that I really want to mm. course correct. Yeah. It's convicting when you watch six episodes of Tiger King back to back to back to back to back to back. And you think there's no, there's no room for the Lord in this. Is Everyone else is watching this show. I am not. Is it just insane? It's it's insane, Nate. You will your jaw I don't want will to. drop. I don't. I don't want. I don't want. <laughs> you will in. be like, how how does humanity come back from this? That is what you will say again. <laughs> Would you recommend I see it, or should I just avoid I, it? I'm enthralled. It's been it's been really great. I've enjoyed. I kind of want Tiger King to just pass over, and like <laughs> my family is spared from it. Tiger King. It was ordained long ago when Netflix was planning their schedule. They knew we would need the Tiger King in this time. <laughs> wow. But our time is up, Nate. And that's a great segue to say, instead of pursuing the Tiger King, I want y'all to pursue the King of Kings. Boom. Amen. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> Let the Tiger King, he, the Tiger King will fall off of his throne at some point, but the King of Kings is on the throne forever. So chew on that. Why don't you? And hey, that's <laughs> it. All of our, all of our friends who have been listening, they just circled the block. They just got back to their front step and they're ready to get back inside their homes and call it a day for, uh, I called this. Oh, I didn't even mention at the top, Nate. Well, I was workshopping some names for us. I still don't even know what this is called. Your Ooh. other brother's Quarren cast was my first thought. And then I was thinking your other brother's Corona cast. And then I was thinking maybe just like the, if this is a spinoff that sticks beyond coronavirus, maybe I should just mm. call it the, your other brother's like convo cast. So it's just one-on-ones. Cause I, I love the idea of, of doing one-on-one -on -one conversations in the future, but uh, I don't know. This is a, this is, this is molding. This is like the Play-Doh, mm. um, the Play-Doh stage. And so I don't know what's, what's going to happen. We're going to leave the Play-Doh out in the sun 
eventually and see see what hardens. Can I tease something that I would talk about in the future with you if we ever get a chance to do this again? Yes, if the plague is still going in a couple of weeks, I would love to cycle you back in. You what, see what how that? I'm you see how I'm setting up uh, like a sequel to this movie yes. just so you have to invite me back in a couple of weeks. Yes. But I'd what love do you want to talk, talk about next time? I'd love to talk about how during these scary times that we feel out of control and how we're constantly trying to wrestle back control in our lives through the activities that we do and the things that we like are obsessed with. And so I'd love to have a conversation about control at a future time because I find mm. the topic interesting. So that is a teaser so that the, the masses will demand that I come back. That's what I'm trying to do. Rise up, yabbers. <laughs> Rise up, yabbers. Yeah, I like that. I think talking about control, that, that strikes some chords in me. So I think we could definitely do that. All right, brother. Well, thanks for checking in from the Windy City. Nate Exotic signing out. Um, yeah thanks y'all for listening uh once again this will be a thing you can look forward to seeing pop up in your stream in your feed in your app however you're enjoying this podcast Um, you'll be seeing a lot more notifications in these weeks to come and um yeah in the meantime follow us yourotherbrothers.com at your other bros on all the socials even tiktok now what are you on tiktok (laughs) yes (laughs) your other brothers is on tiktok my goal is to get like Hundreds of people following your other brothers on TikTok before we even post a single thing. That's my goal. That would delight me so much if we accumulate all the followers without having any content. <laughs> TikTok is the tiger king of apps. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it here first, folks. Thank you, Nate Baranowski. Thanks for being here. Save a chicken, eat a sparrow. And wash your hands. Don't forget to do that. Wash your hands. Wash your hands, y'all. Much love. Stay safe out there, and we'll be back soon for another Quarren Corona Convo cast coming soon. <laughs> See y'all. You're just waiting for that branding. You're just trying to figure out that branding. Yeah. I wonder if anyone else has done a Corona cast. Surely that's already been coined. <laughs>